Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Welcome back, everybody. Bob here for episode number 113. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you three simple steps to implement any kind of new system or change really into your business and on your team. And I picked this topic for the episode today because quite frankly, I see a lot of leaders making mistakes in this area. You know, what winds up happening is as we grow our business and we develop ourselves as a leader and we learn and we grow, we figure out that there are things that we can do to improve the way that we run our team. And the core foundation of that really comes down to system. But sometimes these changes that we realize we need to make are pretty drastic. They kind of go against things that we've taught in the past. And when we have this new information, we really have this desire that we just want to go and change things right away. And that's a big mistake. And I see a lot of leaders making some fatal mistakes in this area. So I teach systems a lot in my teaching, and I have figured out a right way to do it. And I'm going to share it with you today. I've broken it down into three simple and easy to follow steps. So You're going to definitely want to have your notepad ready for this one because we're going to give you a lot of actionable advice. But I hope you guys are having an amazing week. Hope you're enjoying the new intro to the show. I'm also doing something else different today. I'm filming myself right now. I'm standing in my office slash recording studio portion of the office, and I'm filming myself. And the reason why I'm doing that is because I realized that I need to be putting out more video content. My team has been really begging me, film yourself doing stuff and film yourself doing the podcast. And I'm like, I don't know how this is going to come out, but I'm going to do it anyway. And I share that with you because I've made a commitment that I am going to really start putting more video stuff out. You know, I understand the power because I really enjoy this short, concise video clips, actionable advice and inspiration. So I've really made a commit to myself to step up my video creation game. This is my attempt to do that. I don't even know if any of this will make it out into the real world, but here we go. I'll try in not too much of a vain attempt to keep looking at myself in the camera, which is hard for me to do. But anyway, I'll stay focused on all of you because this is about the show. But let's get into the episode today. So I pick systems as a topic. It's one of the areas that our business really focuses on helping network marketing leaders. My Legacy Leadership Academy, which is really our kind of foundational flagship program for leaders. Systems is the biggest area that we focus on. We help people identify and implement key systems that they need to be successful. Now, you may ask yourself, well, why do you need systems? Well, here's why. You will never scale your business beyond yourself without systems. See, so many of our students come to us, and here's where they are in their business, and maybe some of you can relate. They're stuck, right? They're completely overwhelmed by all of the things that they have to do on a daily basis. And this constant grind and almost like this treadmill that they can't get off has them to the point where they're feeling like almost completely burned out because they're working so hard just to maintain the level of success that they have in their business, right? Their success has become a trapping for them. You know, they are what I like to call the center of the universe on their teams. And what I mean by that is if they aren't showing up every day, holding people's hands, motivating and pushing people, actively engaged in the day-to-day of the business, nothing happens. 
You know, they don't have a lot of strong, independent leaders that can stand on their own. And look, here's the reality that a lot of quote unquote, I'm using air quotations right now. You'll be able to see this on video. Successful network marketing leaders. Here's what they don't understand. If your business doesn't run without you being involved, it is not a business. It is a job. Now, some of you have very high paying jobs, but I bet that's not enough for you. I bet that you're tired of being in this grind. You're tired of not being able to go on vacation for two weeks without your phone blowing up or having to worry about you know, something not getting done because you're not there. You're tired of having to answer three-way messages and calls at 11 o'clock at night. Look, that is not the reason why you signed up into this deal. You signed up into this deal because you heard that there was freedom. And freedom is so much more than just money. It's personal freedom. It's time freedom. And look, the reality is a lot of network marketing leaders do not have that kind of freedom. And the reason why is because they don't have good systems, right? I realize when we talk about systems, a lot of high performers will struggle with this idea. I bet a lot of you that listen to this podcast, you fall into this category where you struggle with the idea of systems because you didn't really use systems, right? You, you may be thinking right now, yeah, Bob, I get it. I hear you talk about systems all the time, but I didn't have systems when I joined my business and I figured this out. Well, here's what I want you to realize. You are not most people. Now, you know that most of the people on your team are not you, and they will never be you. And here's what you need to understand about systems. Systems are not for high performers. Systems are for the 99.9% of other people, the masses that will come into your team. I want you to think of it like this. They provide the fertile soil that allows duplication to occur and for leaders to develop over time. So you've got to keep that in mind when we talk about systems is they're not for you. They're for creating an environment that allows more people on your team to win and to grow. So inside of my Legacy Leadership Academy, the first step is we help you identify what systems you need. A lot of people don't, aren't even aware of that. And by the way, a system is really nothing more then just a clearly defined way to do things in your business. Things like prospecting, onboarding, leadership development, recognition. These are just a few of the key systems that you must have. So the first thing we do is we help them determine what they are. But when it comes to systems, knowing what they are is only part of the problem. And quite frankly, that's the lesser of the two evils. The second and the more challenging part for most people is learning how to implement what they learn into their teams, especially sometimes when you have an existing team that has been doing certain things for a specific way for a while. And then all of a sudden you come to them and you want to implement change that can be deadly to your results. Today, I'm going to share with you the blueprint to do that. I'm going to share with you three steps that you can use to implement any kind of system or change that will help you do it effectively so it doesn't kill your results, it doesn't cause people to become confused, and it actually helps you grow your team. So let's talk first about the huge mistake that I see a lot of leaders making. And I've already kind of hinted toward this already. 
Here's basically the way that it goes for most people. And I fell victim of this many, many times. We figure out there's something we need to do different, right? Maybe it's our onboarding system we realize is completely wrong. We go through a training. A lot of our leaders go through our onboarding training and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe how I've even had any success up to this point, right? Kind of joking, but not really. They've had either a complete lack of a system or they just have things that are really killing their results. And then they get this new information and they immediately want to run to their teams and try to change things overnight. And I am here to tell you, this is a disaster waiting to happen. Imagine this. Imagine you are someone on your team and your leader comes to you and says, hey, listen, I know that we've been doing it this way for the last three years and I've been teaching this to you over and over and we have your whole team learning this. But I, you know, I just listened to this guy Bob's podcast and he said to do it this way. So let's round everyone up for a Zoom training and completely confuse all of them, show them this completely different way and tell them they've been doing it wrong for the last three years. Now, probably some of you are laughing, but this is really what happens. This Look, I've made this mistake and I bet you might be laughing because you probably did it. I just want you to understand, this is the way that the people on your team feel when you do this. They feel totally overwhelmed and confused. They, th- they say, wait, so I've been doing this wrong for the last three years. Some of them even get a little bit resentful. So you have to be really careful. Look, it's hard enough for them to take action when they do have a clear plan and system. But the moment they get confused, here's what I promise you will happen. Nothing. When the human mind is confused and uncertain, it does nothing. Listen, don't beat yourself up. We've all made this mistake, but here's what's important. You don't make this mistake again. Even if you've done it wrong in the past, here's the beauty of what I'm gonna teach you today. You can use this process, you can use these three steps, and you can do it the right way. So let's start off what I believe is the most important underlying concept for you to understand. When you implement change, any kind of change, especially systems, You must implement change slowly. Look, there is a very deliberate and intentional way for you to do this. And I've learned this the hard way in my own business. And over the last three years inside of our Legacy Leadership Academy, I've literally coached tens of thousands of people in this area of implementing systems. So when I came up with this process, This is not just something that I pulled out of thin air. This is something that comes from over a decade of experience and having worked with a lot of other people. So let's get into the actual steps. Step number one, you must create results in your own business. So think of it like this. We have to prove that the concept works. The first step in making change is you have to make sure the change you're implementing is effective. Now, this may seem obvious. But you'd be surprised at how many leaders skip this step. Look, just because I tell you something is right to do doesn't mean that you should take that as the gospel truth and implement it in your team without even testing it out. Everything I teach you does work, okay? So let's not use me as an example. I'm kidding, right? But you get the point here. You need to really be serious about this area. When you have something that you want to implement into your team, you've got to really make sure that it's going to work for your business. Look, the entire foundation of what you're building is systems. Here's another thing to look out for. We've got to prove that the concept works. But when we talk about 
keeping things simple. Here's the trap I want to make sure you don't fall into because this is always a risk when I talk about implementing new systems. Leaders hear that and they think, oh, I need to change all my systems. I want you to realize that the issue that a lot of leaders have is they are constantly tweaking and implementing new things on their team and unnecessarily so. And here's the reason why. Because as entrepreneurs, we get bored sometimes. We get bored and we want to tinker. We want to make changes. We keep learning. We say, oh, maybe I'll implement that on my team. Do you really need it if things are working? No. And I'll tell you that one of the hardest things to do as a leader is to keep things simple. Now, it's one thing if your system isn't working, right? If it's not helping people create results, if you're not seeing duplication, if you're not developing other leaders, then that means you must change. But if things are working for you, if all those other things are happening, if you are seeing duplication, if other people are having results, if you do have other leaders that are developing, then that means that your systems are in a good place to start. But let's not change just for the sake of change. Keeping things simple is one of the hardest things you will ever do over the course of your business as a leader. So just always have that in mind. But anyway, the first step is testing it out in your own business. So let's say it's a new system for onboarding. You want to make sure that you use this new system with one of your new recruits to help them get off to a successful start. Whether that means helping them get a couple of customers or a new recruit, we're just looking for it to be effective. It doesn't have to be perfect. There is no perfect system. You just want to make sure that it works, whatever the focus might be for your company. If it's a new system for prospecting, you want to make sure that you can use it and it can get you a new customer and or a new recruit. Here's why this is such an important first step. In the application of the system, when you actually use it, what you will realize a lot of times is that there are some changes or some tweaks that need to be made. This happens a lot with onboarding, right? I see a lot of leaders and they design these onboarding programs. Like in our Legacy Leadership Academy, we literally give you like an onboarding system in a box. And you can take it and you can apply it right into your business. And I did that for the leaders that have no system to make it simpler for them. But a lot of times what happens is they implement our system and they realize that because there are nuances, look, each company is a little different, that they need to make a couple of tweaks. And they didn't realize that until they actually started using it. So when you put this system out into the real world, you realize that there might be some changes. And what I will tell you is that might mean adding a step or subtracting one. It might mean changing the order of things. It might mean tweaking language or changing a tool that you're using, creating a different or a new document. But whatever that might be, you'll figure all of that out in this first step. Here's what you're looking to do. You're looking to prove this effective more than just one or two times. You want to make sure that it's working more than just once, right? You need to see it create those results probably a half dozen times so that you can start to feel confident that it's not just luck, it is the actual system. Now let's talk about time. How long will this take? This is where it becomes difficult because it could differ. It could happen in a couple of days depending on the system. If it's a prospecting system, it might take you a week to talk to enough people to, to get a good analysis of the data. It could take as long as a month 
right? It depends on what the system is and it depends on how much you have going on in your business. Look, if it's a system for leadership development, it's going to take you longer to figure out if it's working than it would a system for prospecting where you're simply every time you talk to someone, it's an opportunity for you to test its effectiveness. But once you get to the point where you feel comfortable that it's working on a regular basis and working means like not every time, right? Because you know the number. If you talk to 10 people, it's a prospecting system. If two or three say, yes, that's an amazing result. So temper your expectations, but you're just looking for it to actually produce the result. Once you feel good about that, it's time to move on to step two. Step number two is taking those results that you've created in your personal business and duplicating those results with a small segment of your team. Now, before you roll it out to your entire team, you must find a small segment of your team that you can create these same results. Just because it worked for you doesn't mean it's going to work for everyone. This is the step where you will figure that part out. Now, ideally, here's what I would love for you to do. I would love for you to pick some brand new people that have come onto your team to do this testing with. Because I believe there's no one better than either like a person you just signed up or like a newer person in their first 30 days for you to test out the effectiveness of a new system because most of them don't have any bad habits. If it's a brand new person, you're bringing them in. They've never even seen the old system, so you don't have to worry about that. And they also don't have to unlearn anything that they've been taught in the past. Now, some of you that listen, I know you don't have a team yet, so this makes it pretty simple. You just use the system that you want to test out with the next person that you bring in. So that becomes your step number two. Maybe some of you have a team, but you don't have any new people to choose. So in that case, what I would want you to do is carefully select a few people on your team that you would consider your best people. Now, what is a best person? Well, I consider your best people those that are the most coachable and the ones that are committed, the ones that are showing up and doing the work, and the ones that you know would be coachable enough to be able to test out something different without being completely overwhelmed or confused. And I will tell you this, it's probably a good idea to select a couple of those people anyway, along with your new people, because then this way you have a range of people that you can really get a good sense of if this system works. Now, in terms of numbers, I would shoot for no more than a half dozen, so five or six people max to be doing this with in step two. If you choose too many, it's going to be difficult for you to manage. Then also you run the risk of word getting out to the whole team if you're bringing too many people in and you don't want that. Now, whomever you choose, here's how you want to position. They're being included as a part of a beta test of a new system. See, here's what I love about this process. You can make someone feel really special for being chosen. It's actually a form of recognition, right? It lets you, and you can even say this, that you think highly enough of them as a leader that you want to make them a part of this process. Now, you want to tell them, Ian, step number one, you've already proven this to work in your own business and that you're really excited to see the results that it's going to help them create. Now, if you have a group of people, that you're doing this. I know some of you will have smaller teams. You might only have one person and that's okay. But if you have five or six, it might be best to set up a time where you have them all jump on a Zoom. You train them on what this new system is. You answer any questions that they have and then you move them along. 
Once they've learned the new system, you have to pay very close attention to how things are going for them. I remember one of my early mentors always used to say to me, inspect what you expect, right? If you expect this phase to go well, you got to inspect every day, check in with them. How's it going? Are you using it? Do you have any questions? Do you have any feedback? Touch base with them at least every other day. And, you know, the reality is this. I just want to set some expectations for you. If you have a half dozen people that are in this second step and you're teaching them a new way to do things, don't consider success 100% of them seeing results. Because I'll tell you this, easily half of them probably aren't even really doing much in their business, not enough to be testing it out in that short a period of time. So temper your expectations. If you have six people, if two of them are able to use this effectively and create results, I think that's a good sign that you're headed in the right direction. Now, you might have somebody that struggles with the change in the new system, and that's okay. It's going to be normal. My recommendation is this. Find out why they're struggling. Get their feedback. Now, maybe they're struggling just because they're not coachable and they're doing it their own way anyway. Well, it's important that you know that because that's not really an accurate assessment of the system. Maybe they are using the system exactly like you're teaching it, but they're struggling with certain parts. Find out what that is because that will provide you some really valuable advice to be able to make it even better once you roll it out to your whole team. Now, look, how long this process takes, it could vary. It could take several weeks. It could take a month. It could take longer. My recommendation to you is this. Resist the urge to rush ahead to the final step and just teaching your whole team. Let the process take as long as it needs to take. You want to feel really sure and certain that this is working for people that are using it before you move on. And here's the most important thing you need before you move to the final step. You need success stories. You have to have other people than you that have used this new way of doing things have seen success that they could share their story with your team. Your own success story will not be enough. What I want you to look for, if you have two or three really good, solid success stories of somebody, like if it's an onboarding system, they use this new system, they were able to get their new person started and immediately help them get results. That's a great success story. Once you have two or three good success stories, solid ones, now it's time to move on to step number three. And the final step is rolling out the changes to your entire team. Now, here, it's time to take your new system and the success stories that you have and start sharing them with your team. Now, before I get into how to do that, I do want to just warn you about something. I've seen this happen almost every single time. I promise you it'll happen for you. You're going to go into this excited. You know this works. You know it works for people. You're hoping that everybody's going to jump on this right away, and I'm here to tell you they will not. Not everybody will adopt your new system or the changes right away. Here's the reason why. Change is very hard for people. Change presents people with uncertainty, which is an issue for most people, even though what they've been doing in the past hasn't worked for them. But here's the thing. They feel comfortable with that approach that doesn't work. They feel certain because they've done it. They know how to do it. And that's what the brain wants. See, when you introduce a new opportunity, something different, it makes people feel uncomfortable. It presents them with uncertainty because they've never done it before. People freeze up. 
So here's your strategy. Roll out the new system to the team, but be patient with those that don't jump on board right away and focus all of your time and attention on the small segment that do. Because look, here's the other reality. Most of your team is not even working, right? They're just kind of hanging around. So they're not going to be jumping on a new system and using it because they don't have anything to use it with. So focus on the small percentage of your team that is working, that does want to do it, and understand in this third step, all you need is a few additional success stories that you can create to dramatically accelerate the process of adoption of other people on the team jumping on it. Here's the other way I want you to look at this. This is an exciting opportunity for a lot of people on your team. When you present them with a new way of doing things that they see working for other people, when they have been struggling with what they've been doing and you're telling them this is a new opportunity that will help you create new and better results, look what it's done for these people, it gives people a newfound sense of hope. So you might be able to get some people back in the game or re-excited and reinvigorated and out there working if you do this the right way. So here's how I would execute this. And this is important. Set up a team training. You need to make this a big deal. Set up a time like a Zoom or whatever you use and promote it like it is a big event. Let them know there is an exciting announcement you want to make, some changes that are going to help them dramatically in their business, create better results, get unstuck. Let your key leaders know ahead of time what you're going to be doing. If you need to do a call, if you've got a bigger team and you want to do a smaller call with your leaders and say, hey, here's what I've been working on. Here are the stories. Here's what's happening. Here's what I want to roll out. I need your help promoting this, right? That's a good thing to do. But make it a big deal and drum up some excitement for this event happening. Because listen, if you're not excited about the changes, how can you expect your team to get excited? So make sure that you're doing what you need to do. Now, during this kind of rollout, this training, you're going to teach them the new way to do things, right? So be prepared. If you need to put together some simple slides, if there are some new tools, you might want to play them on the Zoom. If it's some new documents, you'll want to share them and walk people through why you created them, like explain to them the rationale behind it. During this training, here's an important thing to do. Address the fact that you know a lot of them are struggling. And that the entire reason you went out of your way to do this is to find a solution for them. It will reinforce to them that you are the leader that they need to be following because you're always out there looking for ways to help make things simpler for them. Make sure you tell them, you know, this is not something I'm just bringing to you out of thin air. I've been secretly testing this. I've been beta testing this out with a small segment of people and I'm really excited to share the results. So then this way they know that it's proven. And then here's the key thing you need to include during this training. It can't just be you telling them how great it is, telling them they need to do it. You need to have these success stories that you've collected over step one and two on the Zoom with you at whatever point you decide, ideally at key moments throughout the presentation, to hop on and give a quick 60-second testimonial of what it has done for them. Look, having your team hear other people talk about the results that they saw and how it was due to this new system will have so much more impact than you just telling them to do it. This is where I love brand new people. Because if you get a brand new person on there that doesn't even know what they're saying, they're just excited, that has a major impact on people that are on your team. Now, you want to prep them beforehand, say, look, here's what I'm looking for you to deliver and say. We're looking to validate the system, you know, share. Honestly, I don't want to script you, but this is the purpose of having you share. 
And listen, have as many as you can. You can't possibly have too many of those success stories on there because every one of them is just a validation and it builds up the reason why the rest of your team needs to do it this way. Once the training is over, pay close attention to those that take action. Once again, don't get frustrated with those that don't adopt it. Understand change is hard. Focus on those that do. Look to cultivate even more success stories. And then all you keep doing is rinsing and repeating. Keep sharing those stories of the people that are doing it the way you want over and over and over. I'm talking about every opportunity in your Facebook group every week, joint lives, posts, on your Zooms. You want your team to become so sick and tired of hearing people talk about this new system that they finally say, I'm tired of hearing other people have results. I'm going to just give this thing a try and see how it works for me. That's a good point to get. But I do need to say this, because as a part of our community, you are different. You understand we have a different standard that we run our business and that we live by. We have a higher level of character and integrity. That's what legacy leadership is all about. So I want to remind you at this point to not fall into the trap of making people feel bad or wrong if they don't do this the way you want. Legacy leaders, and as a part of this community, here's what you need to do. You need to love everyone, regardless of what they decide to do. You need to create a culture where everyone feels welcome and appreciated, but just watch what they do and focus your personal time in people's businesses that deserve your support. So that is the process, the three steps for implementing any kind of change or new system. Look, I hope you got a ton of value out of the episode today. Hey, I'd love to hear from you. If you're a new listener, leave a review. I read every single one of them. Gives me a lot of inspiration to do these episodes. If you're listening to the podcast on your phone, take a screenshot, hop over to Instagram, tag me in your story. Let me know if you like the episode today. Shoot me a DM, whatever. I love hearing from you. And hey, look, if you need help with systems, if this episode opened your eyes up to, I need to build a stronger foundation. I need to scale my business past myself. I don't want to be overwhelmed and burned out. If you need to figure out what systems you need and more help with implementing them, I highly recommend you go check out the Legacy Leadership Academy. Just go to LegacyLeadershipAcademy.com. We'll put the link in the show notes. We open up enrollment a couple of times a year. You can join the wait list, but that is really one of the number one things that we help people with in that program. So with that, thanks for being here, everybody. Love and appreciate all of you that are part of this community. I will see you soon on the next episode. Enjoy the rest of your week.